Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Sunny Monday on a uh, great summer day in Tahoe. I mean, yeah. just the, my favorite time of year. And I think the pollen is subsiding. It feels like it. We've been gone for a week and we came back, of course, to like pollen, like a yellow house. <laughs> we, le- we left at the gray house. We came back with a yellow house. But uh, yeah, we sprayed it down yesterday and it seems like it's coming back just a little bit, but not so bad. So. Yeah, it's it's subsided. It's not as bad. I, I'm I, happy. My humble opinion. Yeah. So um, so today we're talking about vacation in uh, in spirit of the fact that I just came back from one. And so I always, you know, I'm always getting motivation and inspiration for the show based on life experience. And, uh, and so just wanted to talk about why we should take vacations and kind of some facts about Americans and vacations and the benefits or lack of of, the benefits of vacations, the risk of not taking vacations, and then how to kind of end on like, well, so what do you do when you get back and you've got a full inbox and you've got, you know, so much to do and you've been gone for a week and the job has continued going without you. And so how do you navigate that reentry? That's a lot to cover in 15 minutes. Let's do it. All right. All right. So here's what we know about Americans vacationing. One in four, 25% of Americans take no vacation at all. Zero. Hmm. Most American companies offer two weeks of paid vacation a year. That's nice. As compared to... European companies in France, they get 30 days of vacation a year and they take about 30 days of vacation a year. In England and the UK, they take, um, they get 20 days a year and they take 25, most of them. So most of them are taking an extra week of unpaid vacation. That's how important it is to them. Um, Germans, same thing. They have uh, 20 days vacation, which they take as well. And so you would think, a lot of people think Germany, because it's kind of the economic powerhouse of the European Union, Mm -hmm. that they would work way harder and much longer than, you know, the French or the English or the Spanish. And it turns out, no, they actually are really good about taking their vacation too. So, um... So here, for the people who get, for the, for the three out of four that actually take vacation. We applaud you. We <laughs> applaud you. Um, and for those people who have two weeks uh, or 14 days, if you will, most people are taking 12 days of vacation. So they're leaving two on the table. Now, I remember um, when I worked for Marriott back in the day, I mean, my leadership team would have something crazy like 45 to 120 days of accrued vacation. Mm -hmm. And they just because they were so busy all the time and they just didn't prioritize taking vacation. Yeah. And it does take a toll on you. There, um, There are some risks of not taking vacation. And, uh, and some of them are higher risk for coronary heart disease. Um, People, men, they did a study, men who don't take an annual vacation and have a high risk of coronary heart disease already are 32% more susceptible to dying from a heart attack. Wonderful. Wild, right? There's also an article in uh, on CNN about the benefits and risks of not taking vacation, and um, and the benefits of taking vacation. And they said the same thing. And actually, the person who wrote the article said that her father was somebody who hated vacation and avoided it like the plague, and um, eventually died of a heart attack at a young age. And she said, surely some extra vacation would have extended his life. So, if that's not enough for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> besides just having a good time and enjoying yourself. Um, women, on the other hand, uh, women, they did a study, women who take two vacations a year versus women who take one vacation every six years. The women who took one vacation every six years were eight times more likely to develop cardiovascular disease. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? So, um, so if you are a woman and you're not taking vacation or you're going maybe once every six years, you are going to be eight times more likely than your friends who are vacationing twice a year to develop uh, heart disease. Now I want to say when we're talking vacation, we're not talking like a $10,000 trip to Maui. You know, it can just be taking a week off and having a staycation. Uh, it can be taking a couple days and camping, right? So a lot of people are like, I can't afford vacation. Well, it doesn't have, it's not about taking a glamorous, super expensive vacation far, far away. It's just about taking time off of work to free your mind of daily responsibility. They also said women who don't take vacation are three times more depressed and uh, people who don't take vacation get sick more because stress hurts our immune system. And when we're working constantly and we never take a break, our our stress goes up, our cortisol goes up, and this does two things. It suppresses our immune system, which increases our ability to get illnesses and become ill. And then it also, having too much cortisol in the system, increases the aging process. It increases belly fat, too, according to the commercial on TV. <laughs> okay, and belly fat. So, it all increases belly fat. Right? Belly so um, <laughs> if you want that vacation body, you probably need to take vacation. <laughs> <laughs> According to the problem. commercial. Now we've solved so, it. But it does. It, so the cortisol speeds up the aging process. So while it, vacations may not be the fountain of youth, they certainly uh, will help you stave off advanced sped up aging. So for me, that's enough, right? That's plenty of reason. But there's more. There's some benefits to taking vacation. And one is uh, your brain responses are actually quicker after a vacation. You're more likely to be able to um, to respond to things and come up with answers and make connections after a vacation. Uh, you also are able to spark creativity because when you're on vacation, it breaks your mind free from your routine. Because if you think about it, when you're at work, it's kind of an everyday, um, the way that I've heard Dan Goleman talk about it in his book, Focus, is this bottom-up operation. So when we're in this routine every day, like driving here to the radio station, like I don't have to think about where I'm going. Yeah. It's a bottom-up brain function. Like yeah. my body just automatically turns right on Tahoe Keys Boulevard because I know that's the way to the station. Yeah. And so, um, so when we go on vacation, we're usually in a new place or we're doing something new. And so we have to, our brain has to break out of that routine and start using its top down function to figure out like, okay, where are we? Where are we going? What are we going to do today? How do we get there? Reading yeah. a map, listening to GPS, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so it sparks creativity in the brain and it improves cognition because it introduces us to new challenges. So for, again, a challenge could just be, where are we going to eat? We're on the coast, on Highway 1, on the coast. What, where should we stop? Where would be the best weather? Where's the nicest hotel? I mean, <laughs> you know, these are new challenges. Or if you're an adventurer and you're hiking somewhere, or you're ziplining, or you're learning to paddleboard, those are all things that are going to help improve your cognition. Now, uh, workers are 34% more productive at work post-vacation, which I'm looking forward to because today's my first day back. This is my first act of work since vacation. And I'm thinking like, great, I need that 34% of productivity because I got some stuff piled up that I got to deal with, right? 
Workers also feel more positive about their jobs after vacation. So if you're feeling negative about your job or frustrated <laughs> about things, a vacation will help you feel more positive about your job. So or come, give you a new perspective to search for a new one. Right. So business owners, though, I mean, listen up to this because you, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we want to keep our people happy. So they keep our, our guests happy or especially in hospitality, which Tahoe is a big hospitality region. You know, it's important for people to show up to work and be excited about greeting others on vacation, Mm -hmm. they have to understand and be able to empathize with how exciting it is to be on vacation and also what the frustrations are if you've been in the car for eight hours or your kids have been like, I need to stop. I'm hungry. My butt hurts from sitting in the seat. That's what we were listening to. Then, you know, you want to be able to empathize with that and help them kind of ease into vacation. And if you've never or you haven't been on one yourself for a while, it's harder to do. And it's, it's harder to, uh, to accept the things that aren't running smoothly at your job if you're not feeling positive about the job itself. Yeah. So it might be worth encouraging your people or at least enabling them to take vacation. Because I do think one of the things that's an issue and the reason why people don't take vacation is because they have no one to cover their work. Mm-hmm. They have, um, it, you know, they have, feel guilty when they go, people, oh, you're going to take vacation. Oh, can't believe you don't want to take vacation in the summer. It's the busiest time. It's like, hello, <laughs> it's the best time of year to vacation. The whole world vacations in the summer. So um, I'm not saying ask for the 4th of July off yeah, if you live in a resort town, but I'm just saying if you're able to make it a possibility for people to go on vacation, then um, chances are they're going to be more productive and more that, positive. That's a really good point because I think there are some companies, not all, that don't offer paid vacation. Tons. And, you know, and a lot of people do live paycheck to paycheck. So you start talking about taking a two-week, you know, 14 days off, that's a paycheck. Right. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't do that. Right. And, but it's an interesting, you know, kind of uh, almost a catch-22 sort of thing where, you know, the, the employer, for whatever their reason, probably financial would be my sure. guess why they wouldn't offer it. Um, it actually, if they would offer it and bite the bullet on that, it may it would work to their advantage on the other side. Yeah, and I mean, even you could get creative and offer, you know, half pay for vacation. Like we don't, you know, we allow you to take a week off and we can only pay you half your wages or something, but at least it's something. It's yeah. like a little something to cover if, yeah. if you're in that situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it is a catch-22. So um, the other thing that's good is that oftentimes you're outside on vacation, so you're going to get that vitamin D hit. And so then, important. So important. And then you've got this great stress relief because you're away and you're not checking your inbox and all that. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully you've turned your phone off. <laughs> and you're resting more because you don't have to be up and be somewhere. So you're getting more rest. And that equals a lower risk of death. So, you know, and there is something you talk about the inbox being off. I took, I, I won't say it was a vacation, but I took two hours away on Friday and I was somewhere where there was no cell phone reception. Zip, zero, zilch, yep. nada. And it was almost freeing. Yeah. Nobody could call me. Nobody could text me. I couldn't check anything. I couldn't even check Facebook or right. you know, do anything. Right. And it was like, you have two hours and what are you going to do? Yeah. You're not playing on your phone. It is. It's great. I mean, when we, we went on our vacation, we did uh, San Francisco and then we drove up the coast and did the Russian River. And there were sections in the Russian River and Casadora where our friends uh, Jasmine and Arnaud live where, I mean, you get nothing. Like there's zero cell mm-hmm. reception for 
ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not even like, oh, let me move a little to the left and I can get one nope. bar. It's like zero. Nope. <laughs> and it is freeing. It's like, oh, well, there's no point in checking it. I mean, I think I even left my phone in the car. And usually I have it just to take pictures and, you know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Like it that. was. But it's an, interesting, it's an interesting psychological thing because, you know, as a parent, my first thing was, oh, well, what if someone, Right, you know, what if there's an emergency, emergency or something? But, you know, you think about up until, what year is this, 2000, you know, 15 years ago, say. Yeah. It wasn't even an option. Most people didn't have cell phones. Right. You know. And there is next of kin. Years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what did we do for, the, you know, all the centuries pre- preceding that? that yeah. You know, we seem to have not killed off entire generations or anything. By not being, you know, right. instantly available. Instantly. And I mean, people, and that's why we sign those forms so they can right. get medical help if uh, our kids Hopefully you're need leaving it. your kids with people you trust. That will. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, interesting. So our kids were at camp in the, um, in Santa Cruz mountains at this place called Camp Hammer where I went as a kid, which I just, I mean, best memories of my childhood for sure. And, um, the interesting thing about that was talk about no cell phone reception. There was no kid reception. Like they, (laughs) you drop them off and you don't hear from them until you pick them up. Unless like somebody breaks an arm, knock on wood, that that doesn't happen. They're going to the emergency room. You might get a call. Yeah. But I mean, otherwise you're not getting a call because they're homesick or because they scratch their knee running through the forest or whatever. They just patch them up. You know, they just take care of them. And it's like incredibly refreshing. And we went back and I kind of worried like, oh, will they be super homesick or how will it go? And um, the kids were awesome. They they had the best time. They said, yeah, we're homesick one or two nights, like, which would be kind of weird if you weren't. Yeah. But um, but it was nice. And as a parent, like not having to feel like, oh, we should call. Oh, we should check in. Oh, we should, you know, that was amazing too so freeing and uh and so and we missed them and now of course i'm like just swooning over them being Happy home them. right yeah, and so it wasn't like you were getting makes... calls every night she's being mean to me oh, right i want to come home the bed's not comfortable right it was yeah. great so that's um that was we know how this rolls <laughs> that was great so um so there's uh let's see so also if you go on vacation as a family 53 percent of people uh report feeling reconnected with a family after vacation. So, um, so that's nice too. If you're out there and you're doing, um, things, we, we ended our trip with a full day at the boardwalk, which meant a very late drive home, (laughs) but, um, but it was great. We had the best time and it was so fun to reconnect and just be, you know, playful and have fun as a family. So that's, that's a really good one. So, um, so now, you know, kind of what the status of affairs is here in the U.S. around vacation and the rest of the world and, and then the risks of not taking it and the benefits of taking it. But so what do you do when you get back and you've got, you know, a project management system full of things that you need to check off and you've got a full inbox and you've got people to respond back to and, you know, projects to work on. So the first thing um, that I learned from my boss years ago, Claudia, is that she used to always return a day later. So she would say, I'm, I'll be back from vacation. Her out of office would say, I'm returning to the office on July 1st. But she would really come back on July 30th or June 30th. Yeah. So she would have a full day to just sort through her inbox and like kind of prioritize everything, catch up with people, take care of any emergency things that had to happen right away, and just to get organized before starting to respond and that was great great because people didn't expect her to return emails till the next day Mm -hmm. and it gave her that it just gave her the breathing space and so i've um 
I've often thought I need to adopt that and I didn't on this trip, but I will (laughs) next time Um, because it does give you an extra day. And then I think that, you know, the self-discipline there is that you need to, once you start responding to emails, you need to just set them to deliver the next morning Mm -hmm. so that people don't catch on and start emailing you the day before. The other thing you can do is um, make your first day back appointment free. Mm -hmm. Now, this is something I have not done today. (laughs) But I have in the past and it's great because you get back and there's tons of stuff to catch up on. And if you're book solid like I am today with appointments, then it's very hard to get back to people because you're with people all day. Yeah. So, um, so make sure you book yourself your first day back appointment free and then create an environment whenever you can, where you can share with coworkers. So cover for each other, because if you can cover for each other, then, you know, if you're not, if you're willing to work a little extra while someone else is on vacation, then they are when you're on vacation. And then when you come back, you don't have so much going on. Um, also give yourself two weeks to get totally caught up. I mean, we get back and it's like, we expect ourselves, I mean, I do this, or I expect myself to be 100% caught up by the second day I'm back from vacation. It's just not possible. I mean, you're going to have to go back through a week's worth of email and all that. And so give yourself some time to like really get back going again. And then um, for those of you who are planning on taking a workation, which is this new kind of buzzword that came out of the Wall Street Journal, they actually... um, quoted Jamie Orr, who's the um, co-owner of the Mountain Lab, Tahoe Mm -hmm. Mountain Lab, which is our co-working space where my office is, uh, in the Wall Street Journal last week uh, on this idea of workations. And the whole idea of a workation is where your family goes on vacation and you tag along and work remotely. Yeah. Now, I will tell you that a workation is not a substitute for a real vacation, However, there are ways that you can do it where you can get a little added bonus or benefit um, from having some time away. Now, I know personally a couple of years ago I did this. I took a workation where I worked with my, um, where I had appointments scheduled during our family vacation just because I had to. And man, did it stink. It was hard for yeah. me. And I learned from it. And what I learned is that if you're going to do this, set specific times that you're going to work and then set expectations with your family. So like every day from nine to 11, I'm going to be checking emails and working and doing my thing. So whatever the plans are, we have to start at 11, right? So everybody knows because otherwise if they wake up and you're on your computer and it's like, well, what are you doing? When are you going to be done? That's really (laughs) frustrating. The other thing is to find a place to work that's away from the vacation because that way people aren't watching you and you're not feeling guilty because they're splashing in the pool and you're in answering emails. Um, so find a co-working space or you know find a library or a Starbucks or something where you can go and just be separate mm-hmm. and then come back and rejoin the party. And then in my opinion, for myself, it actually works better to plan all your meetings and appointments just one day if you can, so that that way you may lose a whole day of vacation, but then you have a couple of days where you're completely free, right? Or where you can just check email first thing in the morning and right before you go to bed. So, um, but that does not, that's not a substitute for real vacation. So that's a way that you could get a couple extra days with your family or be a part of something that otherwise you wouldn't be able to be a part of. So kind of working remote while you're, the rest of your family and friends are on vacation. So lots of reasons to vacation, lots of reasons uh, to get out there and get your brain inspired and get your body recharged so you can come back and be more potent in your job each day. 
and be more productive. So this is me telling you, you've got two more weeks of summer. Plan, even if you can only plan for one day or two days away, plan it. Plan it now, put it on the calendar, play hooky, do something, recharge yourself and notice how different you feel after. But do a real vacation where you're off the email, you're off the phone, you're off the appointments and everything. Try it for one day, I dare you. <laughs> tempting. Tempting. Tempting, so. tempting. Yeah, it is. Oh, can I ask one question? Just yeah. on the tail end of this, because you, you mentioned um, in, in most organizations now, everyone is wearing you know six or seven different hats, mm-hmm. and you talk about covering for each other. A lot of places, there isn't anyone to cover for you. And what I have found a lot of people, and then sometimes myself, is that if you say you're going to take a week off on the front end, the last week at work, you're working, you know, 16, 18 hour days. Right. To, to, so how does that become a vacation? <laughs> well, because I've actually just flipped that work time into another week yeah. and exhausted myself. Right. Well, I think that, um, I mean, a couple things on that. One is that if you choose a job where you know that there's not going to be any help, then you know, you have to kind of figure out like, what's the best way I can deal with that. Yeah. Right. So if you accidentally fall into a job where there's no help because somebody gets let go or somebody quits and then they, and then they never replace them, Mm -hmm. you know, then it's really up to the employee or to the, you know, to the person to say like, I'm taking my vacation and here's everything I've put into place, but there are going to be huge gaps in these areas because we have not hired somebody. So um, I'm giving you a month's notice to figure out how you'd like to handle it. Here's some ideas. You know, you don't want to just be a jerk about it and say like, I'm out, you know, good luck. Because that's not being really, um, I don't, in my opinion, that's not being a, a very good employee. But, but at the same time, I think a lot of times what has happened in the work world is that people have you know, they've continued to wear seven hats and not were, and they've worked more hours than they should. Mm -hmm. And so what's happened is then the, the company owners or the leadership says like, Oh, we can totally get this done with only one manager instead of two. We don't need to look, you know, Jen's been doing it forever. or Bob's been doing it forever. You know, it's fine. And the unintended consequence of that is that they the business doesn't realize that they actually can't sustain that for long term mm-hmm. and that's you we're going to start seeing that more and more now because there the job market has softened and there is a lot of opportunity and there there's not a lot of super qualified experienced workers in the workforce right now with the boomers retiring and the xers being such a small generation there's this big gap and so sure you've got a lot of really smart millennials that are coming up through the ranks and that are well-educated and inspired and innovative and all that, but to find people with years of experience in management and leadership experience is much harder. Mm -hmm. And so being able to replace somebody who's been wearing two hats for three, four, or five years um, because and were able to pull it off because they had the experience is going to be much harder when you bring someone in who's green, who's maybe had three, four, five years of working experience um, that just won't have the capacity to do that. And that's going to be a hard wake up call, I think for the, for business owners and for, um, and for leadership teams and executive directors and boards and all that is they're going to realize like, wow, if we lose this one person, we're going to have to hire three to replace them. So it's in your best interest to fork out for two weeks of vacation and encourage them to go if you want them to stick around because otherwise there'll be other options out there. That's a reality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm noticing that actually. So just good. Yeah. Which is good. So take a vacation. 
get on your own bright side, get some sun, wear your sunscreen, take a nap, take care of yourself. That's right. It's good for your body. It's good for your work. Absolutely. All right. So if you you won't age and you won't age, right? If you'll still age, just not as fast as if you don't vacation. If you want to see the research behind uh, this show today, you can go on our Facebook page, the positivity link. There's two articles there already uploaded for you. You can take a look there on Facebook and uh, feel free to leave your comments and tell us where you're vacationing this year. Like it. All right. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, have a great 4th of July. Happy 4th. Yeah, right around the corner. Just days away. Who can, who can believe? Can't believe it. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.